I believe in inspiring people to be the person they aspire to be by doing the things they aspire to do. This podcast is an additional platform to help me do just that. I know a lot, I've done a lot, and I do a lot. By sharing my experience with you all, be the highlight of my day. I will also have family, friends, and colleagues share their knowledge and experiences with me. You think you know me, but you don't know the half. Welcome to Vail's World. It's the team. Yo, 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 it's your boy Lavelle D. Munger, your host for Vail's World Podcast, and we have something that I just had to address. But before we get started, make sure y'all follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Vail's World Podcast. And if you would like to add to the conversation, feel free to leave a voice memo on our Anchor site. And you can be a monetary investor for as little as 99 cents a month. Just hit us up. So I had to let some days go by before I respond. I ain't want to be one of those people that don't get all the facts and all the information and go through all the debates and just go on here and do all of that. I wanted to have my facts in order. And all I can say is that some of you people are delusional. Some of you people are crazy. Some of you people are insane. But it's not y'all fault, though. I understand. And as much as you all don't want me to understand you and your thought process and how you go through things and how you process things, it's okay because I get it. It's not your fault. By now, we all know that Will Smith smacked the shit out of Chris Rock at the Oscars. Chris Rock was presenting an award for best documentary, I believe. And now we're about to see a documentary about him getting the shit smacked out of him. So Chris Rock doing this thing, he going around the crowd in the front row and had a couple jokes, Samuel L. Jackson, some other guy, Denzel, and you know, kept it going. Got to Jada picking. The joke was G.I. Jane 2, Jada, I can't wait to see you in it. Initially, Will Smith laughed and the camera panned on Will and Jada. And I'm assuming that the view that we seen at home was the same view that was on the big screen so the crowd can see. Because at first the crowd was like, he, he, he. And then the laughs died down as everyone seen her response. The camera then go back to Chris Rock and he said, ah, these jokes, man, that was a good one. And da, 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 da. And next thing you know, Will Smith is walking on stage casually, no anger, no animosity. Chris Rock still joking. Oh, it's Richard. And then goes into smacking the shit out of him. The smack was definitely a, I can tell he practiced this. Not necessarily for Chris Rock, but just the, the next person that said some shit he ain't like. He, uh, it was just clean. Just, uh, just the form was perfect. Uh, and he casually walks back, had a little smirk, and then sat down and began yelling, keep my wife name out your fucking mouth continuously. And Chris Rock was like, man, it was a G.I. Jane joke. And he was like, all right, you know, I will. Like, I will keep your wife's name out my mouth. Like, dad, clearly in shock of what just happened. And then on top of that, he had to continue to do what he was paid to do, present the award. And he was a little shooken, as most people would have been getting smacked off guard like that but he was able to finish the lines and get off stage now this whole situation of course we're going to see the memes of course we're going to have the laughter i believe this deserves a deeper conversation i woke up i made a facebook post and a post said if the award presenter of the award show wasn't black dot 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 and the crowd went crazy, of course. So we had people that believe 
if the presenter was white, the joke would have never been said. Being a part of a lot of award shows, especially on the planning and back end, there's a script. And if anyone think Chris Rock went off script just to say that joke, they are foolish as hell. I believe the content writers wrote the jokes. Chris Rock then sits down and approved the jokes and put his flair in it. And then they go about the day. That's usually how scripts go. Here, here's what, you know, the context in which we want you to say. You can word it how you want to word it and let us know. Gets approval, boom, teleprompter. Dave Chappelle kind of showed us how this worked when he did the Def Comedy Jam 20th anniversary recognition, acknowledgement, appraisal event. It's a fucking teleprompter. And I say that just to let you know that anybody in that position probably would have said those jokes in the same order. And it would have been taken differently. Black people are more comfortable around black people and doing things with black people. So that creates a different level of how we interact. That joke could have been told by an, an Hispanic, by an Asian, by a woman, by a veteran, by a wrestler, by a rapper, by whoever, because it was written in the script. His response, Will's response, had the level of comfort because it was another black man. And I don't think people understand that part. He initially laughed at the joke. So if it was as deep as, oh, my wife is dealing with health issues and that's off limits and you don't you don't cross that line and we at home, she stresses about this. You wouldn't laugh initially because you have all this information. The same reaction that she had, you would have had initially. And people try to say, oh, man, well, you know, when people nervous or uncomfortable, they laugh and da 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 It wasn't a good joke, but it was a joke. Honestly, it was a backhanded compliment. Jada Pinkett Smith playing G.I. Jane and G.I. Jane 2 is fucking amazing. And because of the recasting of black characters in these white roles, I would have went to go see it. The story of G.I. Jane is similar to a Mulan, a Pocahontas, a woman not given the fair chance to participate in warfare because of their gender and a woman strong enough to say fuck that shit that's not fair i'm going to do it and i'm better than half of you motherfuckers here that identify as men that's what gi jane is about and she's actually cute with the with the low cut jada pickin smith is fire with the low cut if you do a side by side they actually resemble a little bit Sorry, people, they actually resemble a little bit. Demi Moore is pretty fucking cute. And Jada Pickensmith Smith is fire with every hairdo that she has had. Her personality, her fire, her, her, her spiciness endures the G.I. Jane mantra. If they do make a G.I. Jane 2, I'm letting y'all know. I'm definitely watching it. I'm going to watch it a couple times if Jada Pickensmith Smith is starring in that movie. Yep, I said it. So let's go ahead and make a backhanded compliment, a sideways joke, a joke taken the wrong way. Let's make that a reality. Whoever the writers may be, get you a black director to direct this film. I'm waiting for it because I'll be there. And it may motivate and inspire more black women and black girls to want to participate in our military. But y'all not ready for that conversation yet. Black women have been so oppressed by men specifically black men as it pertains to intimate exclusive relationships that the dumbest win against black men are heavenly praised every win in the demise of black men are heavily praised 
when the entanglement issue happened, all the women were happy. Oh, you know, y'all do this to us all the time and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. As a culture, we have to stop encouraging, normalizing, empowering bullshit in order to accept a win. A lose for one of us is a loss for us all. Oh, he should be protecting his wife. That's not the protection that God talked about in the Bible. A G.I. Jane joke? In my cruel world, of all the different sides that I stayed in in St. Louis, a G.I. Jane joke ain't it. Maybe in Hollywood, the G.I. Jane joke was equivalent to being called a bitch, being called ugly, really being disrespectful. Maybe that G.I. Jane joke was equivalent to that in their world. But I know where I'm from, that was, that was butter. And I understand what Will Smith has been going through his entire life. He wrote it in a book. He talks about it. They talk about their relationship at Red Table Talk. They shit haven't been speaking span. He didn't do that because of Jada. This is another instance of Will Smith doing things out of his pride and ego in the name of Jada Pickensmith, in the form of Jada Pickensmith. And I'm quite sure, I'm quite sure she feels some type of way about that. And they're going to have a conversation about it. Again, if you haven't read the book, you can't debate with me about this. Will Smith is my favorite actor. I said that before on this show. He is my favorite actor, not only because of his ability to act, but because his persona, how he carry himself in life, how he's able to make people comfortable that you wouldn't even expect to be comfortable, how he's able to elevate, how he's able to adapt to different circles and circumstances and environments. If you read the book, you will understand all of the pent up anger behind that slap. And for one, a slap is just disrespectful. Like, punch me, don't slap me. That's your open hand smack to the face. That's the most disrespectful shit ever. And he went up there to be disrespectful. The trauma that this man has dealt with in the hands of black men his entire life, him feeling like a coward because he wasn't man enough. He didn't feel strong enough to protect his mother when he was a kid from his father's abuse. His little brother growing into the protector of the family for his sister and his mother. Him purchasing this ranch for Jada because when she wanted to get out of Hollywood, she wanted to live on a ranch and say F the world. And because of her love for Will Smith, stayed in the light. He made movies. He made money. They had kids. He bought her a ranch thinking that, hey, this is what you wanted all your life. Here it is. And she hated it because she knew the core of this ranch was because of his pride and ego. When he threw her party, one of the biggest parties that she had, one of the most thought out parties that she has ever had, that he has ever gave her from having people present, make this montage of videos with all this love and support. And she goes to the surprise party and she doesn't like it because she know that this isn't for me. This is for your pride and ego. And that's what caused a separation, their silent separation that the world didn't know about. This is another one of those moments. And it's going to come out eventually. And then you add the public humiliation. For the last two years, Will Smith has been on the front end, the back end, the middle of all jokes, emasculating jokes. Continue to get bullied by black men. Whoever had a platform was talking about this entanglement 
and how they would respond and what they would do and how is he masculine and the pain that Will Smith had in his eyes when he had to sit at the red table and talk through these things in public. The pain we continue to see in his eyes every time they take pictures. The side-by-side comparison of the smile that she has and the youthfulness that she has when she's with in pictures with August Alcina and the aging and the, the misery that we project on them when we see them with pictures together. The eyes tell the story of the soul. If you look at someone's eyes, they can smile all they want. They can frown all they want. But if you look at them in their eyes, you can really see and feel what's going on inside. We are not trained to do that as us normal civilians. We're not putting the work in to read body language and behaviors and things of that nature. At the end of the day, a L for one is an L for us all. Jada deserves better. Will deserves better. Chris Rock deserves better. Everyone that witnessed this deserves answers because the last thing we need is individuals thinking it's okay to smack somebody. Where I'm from, you smack somebody, you may end up dead. Just last year, I lost a close friend that died because of he's his dealings with someone's baby mama. Never disrespected the guy, never had a conversation with the guy, but the dude didn't want his baby mama dealing with nobody else but him. And as he sits on the couch waiting for her to get dressed, dude busts to the door and shoot him. He's dead. I have seen so many men die from stupid shit like that, from impulsive behavior like that. It's crazy how toxic masculinity is accepted when it's so-called defending a black woman. I'm going to defend you from guns. I'm going to defend you from verbal abuse, from anything. But a G.I. Jane joke, I don't have to inflict violence to defend you from a joke. The punishment did not fit the crime, but we also know that the person on the receiving end of a snapped moment is usually the person less deserving. When that straw is on the camel's back, there's no turning back. And that's what this was. A win for us all is a space where Chris Rock, Jada Pickensmith, and Will Smith can talk through this. And as bad as I appreciate if they did it in public, if it happens privately, I'm okay with that as well. But I do believe because of the restorative justice for us all, the answers that we all need, because we've seen it in public, I think the conversation will be dope, generate a lot of views, generate a lot of knowledge on mental wellness, right? That was an out of character moment for Will Smith. What triggered that? What really triggered that? And don't just use Jada as an escape goat. I want you to be as transparent as you was in this book in Red Table Talk to talk about all of the pent up energy and trauma that you have dealt with with black men and how that was the last straw. Someone asked me, OK, if that was you, what you would have done? And honestly, it's subjective. It depends. I don't have all of Will Smith's experiences. I'm not sure I have a wife that would have rolled her eyes about the situation because I'm not sure if I have a wife that has Jada experiences. With the information that I know, I understand why Will Smith did it. But I'm still man enough to say you fucking wrong. There's different ways to stand up for your wife. But in reality, you were standing up for yourself. That little boy that couldn't protect his mom, his sisters. You were standing up for yourself. I know what that looks like. I pointed out three books people should read to understand what's going on. The Big Leap, wonderful book. Will Smith, and The Way of the Superior Man. You read those three books, you'll understand. Denzel says some great words that Will Smith was able to share in his acceptance speech. The devil isn't Chris Rock. The devil is the insecurities and trauma that we have inside that little person that regardless of how great we have been, regardless of the work that we put in, the time that we put in, the effort that we put in, regardless of how deserving we are, it's that little person inside of us that say we don't deserve this. Why me? 
Why after all these years? Why me? Why now? Those doubts that we have for ourselves. That's the devil. And in some of our biggest moments, we'll always find a way to fuck it up because of our insecurities. That's the devil. It's not no Chris Rock. It's not no Jada Picking Smith. It's inside of us. And a lot of us battle it. You may see us smiling. You might see us getting all these awards and recognition. But in the inside of most of us, it's that little person that says, why me? Will Smith is still my favorite actor. Will Smith is still wrong as fuck. Chris Rock is a bigger man than me because I don't know how I would have reacted, responded. Even if I would have chunked it up in that moment and got done with my job, I would have been in the backstage trying to figure out how I'm going to get my leg back. That's just the environment that I grew up in. Can't let no man smack me, let alone in public. Nah, we ain't riding like that. But that's the difference between being 52 and 30. How we respond to things is a reflection of our experiences and understand that pride, ego, and impulsiveness is the reason a lot of us are dead or in jail. Celebrate the battles that are worth celebrating, not the dumb ones with the petty accomplishments, the petty wins against black men and black women that's going to continue to create divisiveness toxic masculinity is never never good in no situation and if we're going to call it out when it's against women we must call it out when it's against men we must be universal in our stance and not believing and condoning things when it's convenient for the narrative that we want to create toxic humanity is never good and we will continue to be separated to fight to argue there's other more positive things in this world that we can argue and we can get behind and unify about. But a smack to another black man doing his job on a black stage in a space that we wasn't even accepted is pure embarrassment. And then some of the people that are saying that we shouldn't always have to wear a mask in front of these white people. Fuck them white people. It's not about white people. If you was at a black award show, that's not accepted there either. Stop making bullshit the standard for black culture. I'm sick of it. Black culture isn't bullshit. It isn't violence. It isn't fighting people. It isn't cursing people off. That's not black culture. That's not the black standard. And y'all piss me off making it seem as if that's what it is. It's not. We have so many people doing so many amazing things. If we're going to say kumaya and violence is not the answer and every time a, a white man or a white officer kills a black man, we, we can't condone this bullshit that we just seen this weekend. Peace and love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Join me in my journey to success by following on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Vales World Podcast. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns you would like to address, or you just want to sponsor or feature on an upcoming episode, email me at Podcast at ldmonger.com. Vales World can be heard on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share, leave a review or a voice message, and more importantly, support. For as little as 99 cents a month, we can take this thing a long way. Love. It's the team.